episode of Anchor Girl Music at the Indie Rock Persuasion. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, here to talk to you about all things intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course, the music. This week, I'm joined by Portland's own Alien Boy. Sonia Weber joins to talk about her new record, Sleeping Lessons, her influences from bands like The Cure, Green Day, and The Smiths, representation as a queer band, touring, and more. Sonia walks through some memories of playing music with her bandmates and putting together Alien Boy. So with that, let's get this episode going and hear some more Alien Boy and then chat with Sonia. Angry Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion. How are things all the way in Portland? Uh, they're good. They're very good. Summertime, you know, it's been nice. Yeah, it's got to be a dramatic difference from what I experienced. I'm here in Florida, so. <laughs> oh, it's very, like, just started getting hot here, like, a couple of weeks ago. But we're, like, very happy about the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not raining. Ah, uh, that sounds beautiful. Well, that's such a great place. I've talked to a couple of artists from just Portland independent music scene and stuff in general. So I'm really excited to be able to talk to you about your experience and your music. Cool. It'll be yeah. awesome. Yeah, totally. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, before we dig into all that, I kind of want to hear first about how you became involved in music. Yeah, totally. Um, it's been a, it was a very long time ago. I heard Good Charlotte in fifth grade and was like, this is what I'm going to (laughs) do. This is the only thing that I want to do. And I started like taking guitar lessons um, and then just like never stopped. I think I was like the first time I was in my first band. Um, I played like bass in a couple of bands in high school. um, And that's like kind of where it all started. That's really neat. Were you going for kind of like that pop punk sound of Good Charlotte at that time? Or were you listening to other music? I got into like punk punk like I was into like the whole like studded vest thing Mm. for a long time and was like still like secretly into pop punk but was like trying not to tell anybody (laughs) I had like a lot of like shame around it for a long time (laughs) just so funny in retrospect um but yeah it was like mostly stuff like that like I like Green Day was like my favorite band for a very Mm -hmm. long time um and like The Clash and things like that oh excellent bands to reference I always love being able to talk about like Green Day and stuff so. Yeah, but it's, like, my family's favorite band. It's, like, a very big deal. Oh, that's that, awesome. Like, my mom is, like, really obsessed with them, and we both, like, were very obsessed with them when I was younger. Oh, that's so neat that, you, like, you know, your mom was really into, like, Green Day and stuff. Were they, were you listening to any of, like, the punk and rock growing up? Uh, yeah, I mean, my parents were, they, like, got me into the Ramones and the Clash and stuff like that, and, like, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, um, and just, like, uh like 80s like dance music and stuff which I didn't really get into until later and also my my parents are really big Bruce Springsteen fans and nice. I hated him when I was in like high school and middle school and stuff but now like absolutely love it now <laughs> everybody comes around to Bruce <laughs> oh I'm like totally obsessed I can't believe I spent that much time like being so mean about it I just used to be like a jerk about everything I just like hated everything and then figured out that I like could actually just like everything and that it was much more fun to play music that way. 
No, totally. And then the more people's music that you allow yourself to kind of just consume and admittedly love, it's like that kind of starts to spill into your music too. Yeah, exactly. Can you tell me about kind of like your first bands that you were playing in and maybe what you learned from those experiences? Yeah, um, I was in a punk band called Mind Pollution. Nice. With Derek from Alien Boy, actually. He, he was, we, that was the first band that we were in together and we've like been playing music together since then um but he like sang and played guitar in that band and i played bass um it was just like a straight up like anti-flag like punk band oh hell yeah kind of like vibe um but we had like no idea what we were talking about at all (laughs) um and then i started playing drums in like this indie rock band called star party um that actually caleb from who also plays an alien boy that was like his band so the three of us have been playing music together for like a really long time Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know like Star Party ended up playing like a lot of all ages shows and we're like really like a part of the scene for a while and it just like I don't know that's how like the all of the first things that I did with music was pretty much with that band like just figuring out how to do like everything like record demos and like my garage and like how to book shows and stuff like that. That's really awesome. Those first bands, I feel like that people get to play and get to show you so many opportunities just to learn about how to like, not just write music, but begin to put it out there and play with people too. That's so interesting that you ended up like doing Alien Boy later on with these two as well. Yeah, totally. I, yeah, they, I've been playing music with them for like longer than anybody else in my Like it's been like 11 years now or something like that. Wow. That's special to be able to kind of reunite and be able to do this really awesome new project. Yeah, totally. We were all in a band that like actually like recorded a couple of records and like um, toured a little bit. That was called Our First Brains that all three of us were in, Mm -hmm. where I also played drums and they both like sang and played guitar. And then it was like kind of after that devolved and like a lot of other things devolved that we kind of like started Alien Boy as like, I wasn't really sure if it was what I wanted to do, but then it just ended up being fun and it worked and I don't know. Now I'm here. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I love that. That's where you ended up. Um, How did you choose the name alien boy for this project? Uh, It's the name of a wiper song. Nice. Um, It was like a band that I got really into like around that time. He's like Mm -hmm. another, yeah, like Portland band who I used to hate when I was in high school too, but which like makes no sense at all but I was like they fucking suck um but got really into them when I was like a later teen um and I don't know it's like I I had made like a huge like band name list and it almost went to another band that I used to play in and then when we were starting this I picked that one because I could like relate to it a lot I feel like an alien boy most of the time um and I was like really into the like wipers guitar tone so I thought it would like make everything make sense that's awesome well yeah I love that I love how much personality and personal elements go into your music from what I've heard so far and you've been releasing music as Alien Boy since 2015 yeah yeah the like first EP that we have that's like on our band camp and stuff me and Derek and Caleb recorded like before we had even played a show or anything like that it was just kind of like a project that we were working on and then we like took out like we started doing other stuff after that oh that's awesome you yeah I I love listening to that EP and that's interesting that you started with writing and recording first before shows um was it just because you were kind of just experimenting and seeing what you could make before you decided to make it like a real band I was, like, I've never sang or, like, done any of my own songs in any of the bands that I played in. Like, I usually just played drums or, like, did something else, Um, and I was very freaked out about it. I was, like, not really sure if I could actually do it or not, Mm -hmm. so I wanted to have, like, complete control over, like, making the whole thing before I, like, tried it out in front of people. No, that makes sense, because it's, like, you almost get to warm yourself up to that experience. I'm sure, like, for example, singing in front of your bandmates is completely different from whenever you're in front of like a crowd. So you can kind yeah, of warm totally. yourself up to it. Totally. That's really That's neat. Exactly it. <laughs> um, what What do you feel you were kind of learning about yourself as you were writing that and putting it together? Um, I, 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 the whole project kind of just like shifted into this other thing. Like, I feel like it was gonna like 
initially my idea for the band was like for it to be kind of more of like a swear-in type pop punk thing mm-hmm. um and then i got like really into my bloody valentine and like chorus pedals and was just like i actually i don't know it was like we recorded it over the course of a couple of months and it just like turned into this other thing and then i think that it really it just happened kind of naturally and then ended up being what I don't know, like, what we went with for, like, the rest of the stuff that we did with that band. Like, I don't know, there was something that, like, happened over the course of recording for, like, a couple of months where I feel like we actually, like, figured out what the sound was going to be without, I don't know, it just kind of happened, and I'm happy about it. Do you think, um, kind of your influences of, like, the punk bands and even, like, the, like, early alternative, early emo, that, that kind of influence started to kind of spill in at that stage? Because, like, I hear a lot of really interesting sounds to it. Like, I mean, The Smiths, The Cure, some of just the immediate vibes I yeah. get from so much of your music, among so many others. Even, like, the more playful songs I get, like, the energy that you would hear in, like, Green Day. Yeah, totally. I, like, can't shake that even if I wanted to. It's, like, <laughs> all of, it's, like, how I learned how to play music was, like, just playing along to Green Day. So it all kind of has, like, if I, like, didn't have a thousand chorus pedals on it, it would just be songs like that. And, like, same with Derek. It's, like, I don't know, the person who plays drums, we, like, both just, like, played Green Day songs together forever when we were, like, 14 and 15. It's, like, just, like, how we play music. But then we, like, heard My Bloody Valentine once and we're, like, actually, we'll do something like this. But it's, like, you can't get it out of us. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get the Green Day out. I love it. Yeah, exactly. That's so neat. What was the first Alien Boys show like? It was just me and Derek. Okay. Playing at the two piece at um, the Red and Black Cafe, which is like a like an anarchist like vegan cafe in Portland. Oh, awesome! Um, and it was with a touring band that I forget their names, but they're my friends, so I feel bad about it. I know it was my friends. I feel like it was like We Play Quiet or something like that, which is this band from Olympia who I really love, mm. um, and this band from town called Rod. Um, and I was very nervous, and I didn't look at anybody the whole time, and I don't remember very much about it, because I was so freaked out. (laughs) It sounds like you've progressed so much with, like, so much music that you've released, of course, over that time period, another EP, of course, and then leading up to this LP, you've done some tours as well, right? Yeah, that was, like, another thing that I wanted to do with this band, because, like, in all of my other bands, I was kind of the person who, like, booked all of the tours, and was really the one like telling them that we should do it but it was never really my band so as soon as it was my band I was like we're gonna start touring like immediately because I just like have always wanted to I don't know I really like touring I really like wanted to feel confident that I could book tours and like do that whole thing by myself so we just started like right off the bat what was like the first place you were really excited to be able to play on a tour um well I had done I had done a full U.S. tour with my friend's band right before the first time we went on tour Mm -hmm. so I had like kind of been everywhere well not everywhere but like like all the places that I was like really excited about going I had kind of like sussed out with that other band um and the first couple of Alien Boy tours were just like west coast stuff but when we did our first full length or full U.S., oh my god, full length. Our first full U.S. tour last year, I was really excited about going to New Orleans because I had never been there before. Mm -hmm. And that was crazy. And that whole night was very crazy, but very cool. (laughs) Um, And, like, Montreal, I don't know, places that are just, like, wild. That's so true, actually. I'm a little bit thinking about New Orleans. It just gets crazy if, like, the minute you step into it. (laughs) Yeah, I was, like, that day was insane. I was, like, had driven for, like, nine hours I was like and then I was like nobody else can drive like I'm gonna do all this thing and like we had just been in the car for so long and it was like raining and storming so hard that by the time I stopped I was like so anxious and I was like oh my god we're driving into the ocean like this is so (laughs) scary like there's gonna be a storm and we're all gonna die and it was like this whole the whole night just kept getting crazier but I was like really on one that day (laughs) a little bit (laughs) Was it still a fun show? It was really fun. It was really, really fun. But I was, it was just intense. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I believe yeah. it. 
That's so, that's so wild. I know that those experiences on tour, I love hearing the stories from different bands about like touring and stuff, like, and even just following bands while they're on tour and stuff to see what, like, what ridiculous stories they have. So yeah, totally. It makes it I fun. Love it. Well, with that, I know that you, um, you've been able to do a lot of things if you wanted to, like the touring, for example, and then releasing more and more music. Um, is, are there any artists that you follow that like really motivate you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, my, the, like, Portland band Strange Ranger, that's also on Tiny Engines. Mm-hmm. I met them, like, a couple of years ago, and we just, like, became really good friends. Um, and they were just, like, doing it all the time and, like, always seemed, like, really happy to be doing it and are always, like, really motivated and, like, always working on something in this way that I kind of felt like the other people I was, like, around and playing music with weren't doing anymore. And that was, like, very motivating to me. And they were, like, very helpful in certain situations when I, like, have been trying to figure stuff out. They, like, just are, like, have always been, like, a couple steps ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And it's been, like, helpful to have them as good friends. Um, and I also, like, another, um, this band, Awake But Still In Bed. Um, oh, I love them. Friends, yeah, I've been friends with Shannon for, like, a really long time now, and we've been, like, helping each other with shows on, like, West Coast tours for a really long time, and it was, like, amazing to me to see how, like, that record came out. Like, they had probably made, like, I don't know, just, like, just a cut, like, a couple hundred CDs, and then it just blew up, and I was like, holy shit, I, like, didn't even realize that, like, that's something that could still happen, that you could just make something that's, like, amazing, and people will be like, it's amazing, and then, like, get all these amazing opportunities. Yeah. It's been, like, really, really cool to see happen. That's really special. I, I always love it, especially with, like, independent music where somebody just, whether it's, like, they release, like, a handful of CDs or it ends up being, like, surprise drop record and then it, like, becomes on fire for, like, a whole year or something. Yeah, totally. It's so cool. I just, especially because I feel like there's so much content right now. Mm-hmm. It's, like, everybody is in a band. Everybody can record themselves and like, ev- like there's just like so much music that comes out all the time. I feel like it's just like always very special to me when something like really takes off, even if it's not like, like mainstream, like takes off in that way. But like with the wake, but still in bed where it's like all of like my friends like know about that band now mm-hmm. and it happened like very quickly. I think that that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm excited to see what happens with that. And honestly, um, I feel like that's going to end up happening to you with sleeping lessons. Cause just oh. absolutely. I, I got so excited listening to somewhere without me. Uh, I lo- that, <laughs> like tiny engines dropped that in my inbox and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm actually obsessed with the song. It's catchy. It's emotional. Sick. It's so freaking heavy. Can you talk about yeah. writing that new song? Yeah, totally. Thank you so much for all that. That's like really, really, really sweet. Um, <laughs> But that's my favorite song that I've ever written. Oh, wow. I think think it's the best one. (laughs) Like, I don't know. There was just, I don't even really remember writing it. I, it just like, I don't know. It, it was like one of the last songs that I wrote for that record, Mm -hmm. but it was still like a while before we ended up actually recording it, but I had most of the other songs already. Um, And I don't know. Yeah, I don't even, like, really remember, like, oh, I guess part of the, part of that song was in another song that I was working on, and then I liked that part, and I took it, and that, like, kind of intro riff thing is, like, kind of a ripoff of a Mitski song, because I was, like, really into Bury Me at Makeup Creek. Um, oh, nice. I really liked a lot of the stuff that she was doing, um, and then... I don't know, there was, like, a couple things. There's, like, this joke that this other band that I play drums in called Floating Room has a song with, like, a really similar chord progression, and there was, like, a joke kind of that I had, like, also ripped that part off, too. (laughs) I just kind of, like, grabbed, like, a bunch of things that I really loved, and then just, yeah, even, like, the Stone Roses thing, like, saying that, like, I want to be adored thing from, like, a song that I also really love. I don't know, I just, like, threw all of that together, and then was like we need to have a guitar solo that is like the vocal melody of the chorus so that it's like smells like teen spirit i just like want it to be like a like radio rock song i want to have like everything (laughs) it could be though it was so good i just was like i think i was just so entranced by how much you packed into it like guitar solo literally the, the the lyrics just feel so precise 
in areas for that reason. I, I listened to it again and before we started recording, I'm like, this is such just, there's so much going on here. And I feel like it's going to take me many listens to absorb. That's my favorite kind of music. Whenever I can find something different every time, like it's just so well done. Everybody's going to have to make sure they listen to this new song. And I feel like it's a great build up to what you're going to be releasing in this full length. Oh, we froze. For yeah, totally. Yeah. That, and I was like, I feel like I've been hanging on to that song for so long and just like, even more than like, I'm really excited for people to hear the rest of the record, but I was just like, that song just has to be out there. I can't like hold this anymore. I just like <laughs> want it to be out. And I just want to know whether or not people think it's cool. Cause I think it's really cool. <laughs> and like, now that it's out there and like people are like seem to like it or whatever, I'm just like, huh, I can finally like take a deep breath. <laughs> It's freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really, that's like really, really sweet. I'm so glad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned a little bit about some of the influences within that song. Do you have any other influences that you feel like kind of penetrate the record? Um, they're like kind of all scattered around. I do this thing where I don't know, I'll get really, really like locked on to a certain idea. And then I'll just like, I'm not like going to rip it off in the sense that like I'm doing the exact same thing. I'll just be like, I want it to feel like that. So, like, there are different things, like, I feel like there's a song that is on it that is kind of, like, reminiscent of, like, all, the All Dogs record oh, that okay. came out a couple years ago that I think is really great. Um, I've, like, Joyce Manor's been one of my favorite bands for, like, a really long time, and I feel kind of, like, in the Green Day way that, like, I've just been listening to them, like, so intensely for so long that I'll, like, do little things that, like, will remind me of that. Um but then guitar tone wise, it's totally different. Like, I feel like the structures are like very pop punk, but um, most of the songs have like three guitars on them. And there's like a bunch of like different effects going on on all of them and like trying to make it like super layered. And like, I, I just got, I don't know, I got into my bloody Valentine like later than most people I know, but was like, oh my God, I can have my guitars sound like that. Like, I want to do that right now. Like, I want it. Just I guess kind of like the attitude about everything. It's like I hear something and I'm like, I want that. And then I just take it. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, I feel like that's what makes that's what makes a good record, though, is whenever you own the fact that you love something about the music that you're consuming or and you yeah. and you marry that to like what you're working on personally. I feel like it just takes things to a whole new level. Yeah, hell yeah. I hope so. I think I so, so, for sure. <laughs> for what yeah. I'm hearing so I, far. I think that I don't know I do I like really really love music and I really love like I feel like I even have a hard time listening to a lot of bands because when I really love something I like just listen to that and I just like <laughs> obsess over these like little ideas about things and then mostly spend most of my time trying to figure out how yeah like what I was saying like how I can like have them all happen mm -hmm. in my songs yeah, well, that that ability to blend it all together, I feel like, is what makes your music so unique, because it's like, I can feel elements of the different styles of music that you enjoy, and yet it's still completely your own. Hell yeah. That's great news. Very Hell happy yeah. to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I get nervous sometimes that it'll be really obvious, but I don't know. I feel like it's still, like, it's that thing. It's, like, the Green Day thing is still going to be there. It's, like, I can rip off as many things as possible, and it's still going to be me, just a tiny teen Green Day fan under all of it. You know? <laughs> it's good, though, because it's, like, a, it's just owning that part of your identity. I'm, that's how I perceive it. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, I'm all about that. That's so cool. That's it's funny, because I was listening to um, Stay Alive, and I love that, like, with the EP and everything, I feel like so many of the songs there just really unpack feelings about relationships. So there's a lot of a lens of like introspection and how it's impacting you with the lyrics. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all like every, all of the songs are just love songs. Mm -hmm. It's like the thing that I think is the most interesting to me with other people's music and like what just like feels the most important to me when I write music, like I couldn't really imagine writing about anything else. Um, and I mean, yeah, they're all like, I never want it to ever sound like any of the songs are coming from a place where like, I'm like mad at any of the people that I'm talking about or anything like that. Like, it's just like people that I love and how like things made me feel. 
mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I just, I feel, I don't know. It's like a very big part of my life. No, that's my, like, for my loved ones. And it comes out in a very dramatic way. I also like, I feel like in this, the way that like the cure does where like all of their songs are just like, Oh my God. Like I make it like a little bit more dramatic for a fact, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. No, that's awesome. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why, like, I connected to your sound and the cure in that way, because it's like, there's a little bit of, like, almost like a theatrical dramatic at times, but then, like, sometimes tonally as well. And I'm like, okay, this is beautiful, because it's just like, it's your voice, it's your experience with like that, just like, tinge of influence. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I just love that stuff. I like... I hope that, like, in my ideal, like, the way that people will, like, perceive us in my ideal world or whatever would, like, I, like, want to be a band that, like, is making, like, a, some kind of, like, not even, like, necessarily, like, political stance. Like, I want people to know that we're, like, a queer band. Mm -hmm. It's just me and Derek that's queer. The other people that play with us just kind of, like, float around and are different little, like, straight dudes that I love. But it's like a queer band. I want people to be able to see that and identify that and just like have a space where it's like a like weird like alternative shoegaze band that just sings like love songs but like that are for queer people. You know? Yeah. I want it to like just all be about me. Like I want there to eventually be something that like feels like it means more than that or something. Mm-hmm. I'm still working through all of that, but I don't know. It's a lot to process, like as an individual. I it's really awesome to know that the other members of the band that don't identify as queer are supportive of yeah, identifying so, as a queer band. I yeah. think that's really awesome. And it's like, well, it's always just me and Derek and we swap out. Like we have two people that play with us in Portland and then we have two people who don't live here that tour with us. Oh, cool. So it's like kind of like a little like crew of, I don't know, just like really sweet, like supportive, very talented friends of mine that I'm like, forever grateful for like I think they're all amazing and I like can't believe that they want to spend this much time hanging out with me and playing these songs like I'm so grateful for them it makes me want to like cry sometimes (laughs) oh yeah that kind of support system is so important when making music and sharing it with people and stuff so that that kind of intimacy I feel like just makes it easier to express everything that's going on with your music and personally totally absolutely I like wouldn't be able to do it without them at all like there's so many things about this that like make me so nervous and make me so anxious and just like I don't know there was like many times where I was like I don't have to do this like if it makes me feel this freaked out I don't have to do this I like doing it but I don't have to and then just like being able to do it with people that like want to be there and that I love hanging out with and that will like I don't know they've just been like so supportive of me and all of my like weird feelings that surround all of this And I just, like, definitely would not, I would have stopped a long time ago if I didn't find people like that. Yeah, for sure. And I think that the messaging that you're putting out there with your band, as well as the identity that you're projecting, that you want people to understand, that kind of connectivity is going to spread wider to where your audience is going to feel the same way. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. That's like, yeah, I just, yeah, I want it, I really want that to be a part of it. And I feel like I'm working through how to, like, vocalize that more and like have that be part of the like visual identity but it's like very important to me especially with like all of the like insane things that are happening in the world like I don't think that we really need another band that's just like a bunch of like love songs band but if I can like be in that kind of band that I love and then also like feel like I can like help support like other queer people that feel that way that's great to me visibility is a huge part of that process for sure and yeah I think that's going to, that goes a long way in itself. And it's exciting to see a band like yours also beginning to pick up even more success with that too. Yeah, totally. Totally. Well, with sleeping lessons, um, what is it that you maybe are hoping that your listeners will get out of listening to that record? I just want it to be like, so high drama. Yeah. I want it to be like, I don't know, like, something I want it to be like relatable but I also want them to be like whoa that was fucking intense you know (laughs) it feels that way to me sometimes like there are parts of it that like I do think like border on like either like 
kind of cheesy or just like if you think about it like the cure like more like that you know what I mean yeah like where it's just like an like an experience it's like yes like feelings that you feel but also like a really like dramatic version of it that's like kind of like arty and showy and stuff yeah it's like height it's like heightened sensitivity at that point yeah totally just like yeah yeah especially I mean with the like early alien boy stuff too it was like really the idea that I had in mind and I feel like I've like maybe even like toned it down a little bit in some ways for it like just for the sake of like what I feel like is like good songwriting or whatever but that's always been kind of a part of it it's just this like really like high drama thing I think it just I don't know it comes from like being around a lot of bands all the time that like this is like not like shit talking them at all but like that won't like don't have like a like look that they think about they don't have like a like aesthetic that they like are really trying to like put on that part is so fun to me I just want to like really like have the whole thing be like we have like a dramatic look we have like dramatic pictures it's like the songs are like big and loud and poppy but like also really dramatic I don't know something like that I don't I I just want people to like it I don't know I'm certain they will, honestly, based off yeah. of what I've heard so far from your previous EPs and this, like, the single. I'm just so excited about it. That's for sure. I really appreciate the, the all of your kind words that are making me. Absolutely. It means a lot to me. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite song that you wrote? I'm, I know, of course, that you mentioned um, so, Somewhere Without Me was being a really special record for you to find a song to release. But yeah. do you have any other favorites that you're really excited to have folks here? Yeah, definitely. Um, I I mean, I I like them all. I'm, like, really excited in different ways for everybody to hear them because I feel like there's, like, a couple of different things going on. Um, but the last song that I wrote, which was, like, weeks before we were going into the studio, like, I thought, like, the whole thing was done. Um, I wrote this song called I Just Can't Feel It that I, like, think is is, like, one of – my favorite songs on it just because I was I was getting really into like Oasis mm-hmm. uh, that band Bride and like that kind of pop kind of thing um, yeah. I'm just really happy with how it turned out like almost everything about it was an accident like even at the end of the song we like when we went to record it we like didn't know how long we wanted the end to be so we just like played it for like a certain amount of times and then it ended up kind of being too long but we're like well it's still we gotta put it on anyway because it sounds awesome the end thing is whatever but it was like a really like last minute thing Oh, that's awesome. Um, and then the, the like, title track, Sleeping Lessons, I'm excited about, too, because mm-hmm. um, it's way different than anything else I've ever put out, ever. And I will leave it as a surprise. Yay. Well, I'm very excited. It's going to be Thank fun you. to unpack that record, that's for sure. <laughs> it's been a lot of unpacking for people, maybe. Not <laughs> like, oh, every feeling I've ever had. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think as a listener, it's going to be fun to just consume all that. Um, So unfortunately, with you being on the West Coast, I haven't been able to experience your live show yet. Can you kind of talk about what it, what's an Alien Boy show like? It's really loud. Yeah? It's too loud, probably, (laughs) but I can't stop. I try to turn down and then I just can't get in the zone and then I turn up anyway and then nobody can ever hear my vocals, but everybody always says it's great and I'm like thank you so much I think I was just screaming the whole time I don't know <laughs> um, it's just like intense I don't know like I think that yeah we play like really loud I think that I see a lot of bands that sound like totally perfect and amazing and you can hear everything perfectly but it like that like doesn't have that like thing and I'm much more after like that thing then it's yeah. sounding perfect I like get really uptight about it sounding perfect too like don't get me wrong I like make us practice all the time and can be like kind of crazy about it sometimes but I just want it to be like kind of wild I don't know yeah. like yeah I like you know sometimes my vocals are like insane and I'm just like screaming and like crying and like stuff like that but it's just like I just wanted to have like I wanted to feel like we're all like feeling those feelings for the first time yeah. every time yeah, because you can project that in a live show with, like, tone, and, like, if you have a more fuzzy sound, it's, like, you're more focused on the energy than it being, like, how precise yeah. is this sound compared to, like, the recording kind of thing. Yeah, and also, we I record, like, so many guitars on all of those songs, and we only play with two guitars, so usually, mm-hmm. like, it's just, like, 
as much as we could make happen to make it sound like full there'll be like little like intricacy like little nuances and stuff that we don't really play live or like little differences in how we do things all the time yeah we, like speed everything up you know punk yeah. stuff. that's cool <laughs> i know i definitely would want to experience something like that that's for sure um, yeah, wait, where do you live again? In Florida? Yeah, I'm in, like, St. Pete, Florida, so I'm, like, near the Tampa area. Cool. Yeah, uh, I, we're not coming to Florida on our tour in September, but I feel like we have to eventually. I just don't know anybody there yet. <laughs> I've got but plenty I, of hookups if you ever okay. want to book a show down here. Seriously, next time, I, like, I'm going to put it on my, I have a separate list in my phone of all of the places that I forgot to start booking this time, but I'm going <laughs> to book next time. Hell yeah. Well, you're always welcome down here. That's for sure. Cool. Hell yeah. Where do you like to play in Portland? Do you have like a favorite space? Yes. Blackwater. Yeah. Yeah. It's the like pretty much the, well, not like the only all ages, but I think the best all ages space in Portland. Um, It's like has the best veggie burger. It's all vegan food. And it's like, it's like this punk bar that has all vegan food. That's all incredible. And there's like a bar for the people that are over 21, but they do all ages shows the kids just have to be out by 11 mm-hmm. um and all of the shows that i book for like touring bands and stuff i mostly book there nice um, because i like to have them be all ages i like i work at school of rock in portland and teach like after school music lessons to kids and they're like all in bands and i just like want i don't know i'm very passionate about making sure that like teen bands have like a place to play and have like shows to go to and stuff yeah, because um, I like hang out with them all the time at my job. That's important because it cultivates their skills. It gives them the opportunity to learn, and it's in a safe space at that point because it is all ages. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and like just making sure everybody running it is like even more on top of keeping it like a safe space. That's like very, very important to me. Um, but yeah, Blackwater is my absolute favorite. Really, really great. It's, like, a little bit further out, but they do, like, really great stuff in St. John's. Um, and then just, like, houses and stuff whenever there's, like, a house available, but nothing specific. Nothing that I could talk about on air. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Completely understand that. <laughs> Got to keep those spaces safe, you know? Yeah, totally. Especially with, like, I don't know if it is like that for you, but sometimes with, like, house venues and stuff, it's, like, noise ordinances and, like, you know, making oh, sure yeah. that bad people don't show up and yeah, all that hard it's hard it definitely well um I always like to throw a little bit of a tricky question at everybody who comes on the podcast um I like to find out uh if you could play with any three like it can be artist musician band whichever um you can bring them back from the dead or they can be currently active which three would you like to play with oh my gosh okay um this is so I feel like there's like two different answers there's like the like huge like rock and roll dream answers where I'm playing this like huge stadium shows with like my favorite like giant bands yeah that doesn't actually sound fun to me it sounds really stressful (laughs) (laughs) if it was that it would be like I don't know I'm feeling weird about this the Smiths are my favorite band but I feel really horrible about all the stuff that Morrissey's been saying lately yeah so I don't really want to like rep him but I also they're just like I've they've been my favorite band forever and I would really like to see them so that one's complicated I'm not even going to talk about the Smiths but just needed to throw it out there sure Um, it would probably be oh my god um Jawbreaker because I'm obsessed with them right now hell yeah and uh Oh my god. It's like thinking about so many of my favorite bands right now. I don't think I want to play with Green Day, but part of me kind of does. <laughs> uh, it's like I also like, I don't know, my first thought was like Oasis, but like I don't want to be around those guys. They're mean. I don't want to ever play with them. <laughs> um, I would say, okay, if, I'm going to mix the two together. If I could play a show right now with three bands, I would do it with Team Dresh, which is a Portland queercore band that I think is amazing. Awesome. Uh, Joyce Manor and Jawbreaker. I like that one. I just love Joyce Manor and I want to hang out with them more because they're my buddies. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, I, I love their music. I love their shows. That's just, yeah. I so think you... that, 
his songwriting is like actually fucking incredible. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, how can you pack in so much depth and references within, like, a single song, much less yeah. multiple records? It's intense I think and it's, it's amazing. really, really cool. It needs to be taken very seriously if it's not taken seriously already. Right? Seriously. Yeah. Like, that's going to definitely be one of those bands I'm going to be referencing into, like, as I get older. Like, that was a band that did awesome yeah. work. Seriously. No, I think about that all the time where, like, I see a band that I think is really special and I'm like when I am old as fuck, people are going to be talking about this being like a really cool thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I know I'll be, uh, I'll definitely be one of them. That's for sure. Being like, yeah, I remember that band. They were great. Yeah, and they did totally. this X, Y, and Z and it was amazing. Um, but speaking of that, uh, what are some goals that you would like to accomplish with Alien Boy? It can be over like the next year or anything along those lines. Um, well, we're going to do, oh, the record will come out. We're going to go on tour. Hopefully that tour is good. Um, I have like a couple of ideas for tours next year that are like exciting. Mm -hmm. I think we're trying to plan something with Awake But Still In Bed. Nice. um, Which I think will be sick. Um, and then I just have to, I got to write more songs. The only other, I got to write a second record. (laughs) And I only have three songs right now. So I'm going to mostly be working on that. you have time time. but yeah I don't know I'm just hoping that like this record goes over well and that hopefully we get like cool touring opportunities um I would like love to be you know like picked up on a tour or something like that where we got to like open for somebody cool but also even if just like booking my own tours just like continues to get easier that's like good enough for me you know totally um yeah, mostly just that. I just want to, like, be doing this. I, all the stuff, I mean, I can't even believe that Tiny Engines is, like, putting it out. It's, like, a true dream come true for me, so I don't even know what my, like, next dream is. Okay. Such yeah. an awesome label. It seems like there's always, like, really great people involved, and it's just, they ha- they are, do a really great job picking out musicians of, like, different backgrounds and, like, cultivating yeah. just this really tight collection of artists. Yeah, I feel, like, very, very grateful and still, like, I don't know. It's, like, it really is, like, an absolute dream. As somebody who has, like, been booking shows and, like, playing in bands for, like, 10 years, and it's, like, I feel like I was just, man, if, like, the cool label ever wanted to put my band out, that would just be the most incredible thing ever. And, like, I still, like, kind of can't believe that it's happening. Yeah, like, I think we're gonna get the like text presses next week, and I'm just like freaking out. It's like the <sighs> coolest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> that's so exciting! Yeah, well, it's could- so exciting. I'm yeah, I don't know. It just makes me feel really emotional. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's such a great opportunity, and congratulations for all of it. I'm really excited to be able to listen to the record, support it, everything. Hello. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Sonia. Uh, where can everybody keep up with Alien Boy online? I got an Instagram, Alien Boy PDX. I also have a Twitter that is Alien Boy PDX. I'm trying to figure out how to be funnier right now. <laughs> working. Um, and then just on yeah, Facebook, all that stuff. Just the regular stuff. We're on Spotify. And <laughs> Apple Music, I think. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah all that stuff all the regular stuff I wish I had like a secret like a a secret like blog or something but I don't maybe I'll make that (laughs) I'd love to hear that I'd love to be able to see all that it'd be amazing yeah Yeah. oh my gosh well thank you Sonia for your time it's been so awesome talking to you everybody's got to make sure that they get a hold of sleeping lessons out on August 31st through tiny engines yeah thank you so much this has been really sweet Hopefully I sound cool.
You just heard Alien Boy. Thank you so much to Sonia for her time and for sharing her early secret love of pop punk and Green Day and so much more. It's always a pleasure to connect to a band right before a new record release, and you'll need to grab a copy of Sleeping Lessons out on Tiny Engines. How cool is that? That's it for this week, but you can always keep up with me online. Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for regular updates. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and more. Want to tell me what you think of the podcast? Leave a review on any of the apps. I'd love to hear from you. I'm always booking guest spots, so hit me up at angrygirlmusic at gmail.com. Whether you write and play music, run a blog, take photos, work on publicity, book shows, this can be a space for you. Send me a link to your work and let's chat. Until next time, stay angry and jam to some Alien Boy. Bye.